What's this? That's a birthday cake. Hmm. Cakes are a wonderful tradition. Hi, this is DJ Moves, and I'm a fucking alcoholic. Somebody's texting me too right now, but fuck them. But when I'm not passed out, or about to be passed out, I'm listening to the fucking Got A Job podcast with Aaron Kearney on the Spotify thingy that the kids listen to these days. I like him because he plays all my music, and I like that, so fuck you and have a merry baby Jesus Valentine's Day, bitches. Yeah. Let's do the physical performance test, please. What physical performance? Put both performance feet together. Alright. Toes together, sir. Both toes. Let's go. Both toes. Arms at your sides, head tilted back, and eyes closed. I'll tell yeah. you when. Close your eyes, please. Keep them closed. Yeah. Let's put your feet together, please. Yeah. Arm shoulder height. Extend your index fingers only. Oh, sir. Put your head back and close your eyes. You close your eyes. Sir, I'm not well, doing hey, the test. Well, you close your motherfucking eyes. Sir. Huh? Tilt your head back if and you close your close eyes. you can't close your eyes, why I got to close my motherfucking eyes? Because you are the one that's taking the test. Huh? Tilt your head back and close your eyes. Did you, did you tilt your sir, head back and close your eyes? Tilt your head back and close your eyes. Did you drop? Yeah. Sir, are you refusing this test? No. Yeah. I'm refusing the motherfucking test. Are you refusing the uh, testing? Yeah. Your t- sir? Don't yell. Come back here, sir. I'm telling the motherfucker, I wasn't driving. I know I wasn't driving. Fine. Yeah, check me out now. My eyes are closed. Driving on the wrong side of the road. I'd rather die than be paralyzed. I had my license revoked. Nodding off of the wheel. What I'm doing is highly illegal. My blood alcohol level is enough to kill most people. Stay the fuck off the road. I may cause a fatality. Give me an hour with a caddy and I'll make statistics rise dramatically. Doing 154, yelling obscenities, smelling like a distillery, consider me a liability. I've never been one for cell phones or texting, but if it means killing a pedestrian, I'll send a message just for the hell of it. Only two things on my mind are death and aggression, a jolt of adrenaline, too drunk to recite the alphabet or count to ten, skidding across guardrails, run through the goddamn stop signs, projectile vomit all on the inside of me ride, and when I'm high as a kite off Vicodin, I'm driving more erratic, sliding into oncoming traffic, striking the sidewalk bystanders. <laughs> Sobriety and bullshit dexterity test. I'm sick of bicyclists driving beside me wearing spandex. Never call me during emergencies. I ain't remotely alert. Ain't got no judgment. You don't want me as your chauffeur. Cause when I exit the vehicle, I fall flat on my face and stumble in a park cars before I enter the place. A party full of blonde, devil, white sperm, dumpster cunts. Before I'm done, the walls will be smeared with piss, puke, shit, and blood. Take 20 shots of crown and then drive the fuck home if I can find the fuck home. I might spend my night on the side of the road. Wake up with a bloody clink with a DUI in my whipping pound and still sounding all of it. Rip up that fine and get Brian to meet me downtown. Nap shoddy and move sheep, slamming bottles with luster. But we ain't worry about cops, we got a radar detector. And not one prick in my click is a designated driver 90 miles per hour in residential districts right fucking out of her. On the highway, doing over 80 
Except when I called him Ossifer while I was tying one on by the trunk. The tanker pulled Jake in a pig station parking lot. Not cooperative with the law, nor am I falling for the old routine stuff. I'll take the brick on a high-speed chase just for amusement. Playing heavy metal music, some Slayer Angel of Death swigging juice and gin. Looking all scraggy, more than a tad tipsy. Take a gander of the rear view to avoid hitting into me. Cause I'm on a suicide mission. Who am I shitting? Step in my path and catch an early exodus to the resurrection. A vehicle is my only weapon. My manslaughter charge and murderous intentions. A permanent blemish on my record, but I won't live to tell it. Won't live to give a bullshit apology to the victim's family. And if I did, I'd tell him my passion for speed was well worth the tragedy. Put the handcuffs on me, man. been arrested for driving while intoxicated, driving while under the influence of alcoholic beverages, model glue. I refuse to answer any questions on the ground that they may incriminate me. Your urine test or both? I refuse to answer any questions under the grounds that they have made incriminate me. I refuse to answer any questions under the grounds that they may incriminate me. One year, if you understand what I read to you? Hell no, but I refuse to answer any questions under the grounds that they may incriminate me. You want me to explain this to you? No, hell no. You explain them to my motherfucking lawyer. You realize you explain them to my lawyer. We'll be suspended, right? You realize that, right? If you refuse to take the breath. Hey man, my license. I'm already suspended. I'm already under suspension. You gonna take a breath test? What? You gonna take a breath test? What motherfucking breath test? You gonna take a breath test? Hell no! Fuck the goddamn shit! I'm tired of this motherfucking shit! Y'all fucking with me! I don't wanna hear this shit! Touch me again! Don't touch me again! Yeah, you peckles know what the fuck it is over here. We got 60-gallon drums full of rum and whiskey and scotch. We got beer by the boxcar, cocksucker. Cheers to the fucking funds over here. We got 10-gallon cakes, 12 bottles of bloody cakes. We got small businesses involved in all this illicit traffic. And this is, uh, this ain't for them sellouts that build up hip-hop just to crash it to the damn ground. This is for them scotians that know their geographical place in this fucking world. Easy time is over. Running wholesale depots, fuck most of the Sleeman piss, deviants on the illegal appeal. Disobedient officials want to seize our stills, don't know where distilleries sit. Stop the cruisers with boxes full of Scotch booze and her hauler up to Syracuse, unload the cargo and booter. Cop the doll from some Pecklewood skipping tax on the import. Black market cash, what we're in her for. The hard working man don't want to spend more. Everything we do is gold. Scotia gold. I love black women and I Man, that's a real shame when folks be throwing away a perfectly good white boy like that.
Hey, yo, 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 what up? It's Tachichi, and you listening to Aaron Carney's Got a Job podcast. Representing Atlanta, Canada, sip set and pressure posse in the building. You know what it is. Black Buffalo, we the team. Yeah, yeah. So if y'all want to return up, tell Salman, say turn it up. Moving on a troubadour's journey Truly, here to get the uniform dirty Unicorn worthy, wizards and warlords Uncommon, stomping a hole through the floorboards Going four for four, just call me the service provider Versus rider, some say a worthless liar Surface glider, white knuckle like a nervous driver Jumping through a burner, ring of fire like a circus tiger Seeing red like brake lights, the snake bite severely stings Heavy handed bandit, with five world series rings Weary kings, wearing crowns but receptive Hooks, wrecking shit, check for my name in the record books. Double takes a second look, sands of time already shifting, deadly dueling. We're doing all the heavy lifting, listen. Iron Man, fire to the fry pan, Iron Man, who do you think you are? I am. Sir Anthony Hopkins, so take your top off, put your top drop into an top spin. Flow complex, but the rhythm in it clear. Spit fresh like the breeze when the chill is in the air. Yeah, I smell something like some skillers in the air. Me and Buck are so cold, it's like winter up in here. This beat conjured devils, know the spirit in it's clear. And this sounds nothing like sentimental and chaos. When Hank Aaron struck the ball, there was no luck involved. Punishing, pummeling, running through a wall, duck and crawl. Fastball to the backstop. I'm Luke Lelouch, you dressed up like the mascot, posing for a snapshot, bad brains and black dots, command chain reaction, it's your ass in the jackpot, creatures and crackpots, freaked out through a fit, I'm cooking with fire and looking good while I'm doing it. Bunch of buses and buffer, a bunch of things. Y'all exhausting a couple of mufflers, man. What you think? I just babble this mind unravels to put you in a capsule so you can travel back before this pandemic battle. Blazing saddle, yeah, ominous. Sounds sort of like Dunkirk. Maritime is shooting the gift. Check out my gun work. Who the hell you giving orders to? Sounding like lumber. Don't ask for this reason. Look up and see if the sun hurts. Sudden. Serving, serving, serving. He shining like sun rays. Full bodied rappers to us. Well, that's just a Sunday. But to move the sleepy hollow by a horse and do a headstand. Your homie should have told you we the shit, so bring a bedpan. Don't worry, you won't see us like a Cincinnati Reds fan. Mitch meat patty for your zaddy, you a dead man. I don't know what you know, but you know, I'll pull your card like Uno. We out, check us out, we at the Junos.
Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I get confused with someone else I'm underground on earth but really big in other realms Off the market to the talking snake With it's milk instead of oil And the soil tastes like chocolate cake I'm taking offers about to rent them out for office space Cold beans, jelly to Boston bake Snacks for crossing the Gibraltar straight I stoked the altar's flame and woke up in the altered state So you can taste the special sauces that are orchestrate Veritable buffet of different flavors, different favorites you could alternate. What ultimatum I automate? Hmm. Finished living off the grid, I'm going straight. I'll also be selling the Brooklyn Bridge and Golden Gate. It's like the South is wildin' and I'm honest, eight. That's just my way of saying that it's not a game. Which is my way of saying if something's not okay, I'll break it to some karate. Uh. I only talk to strangers The moment we're acquaintances I'm known to cut the anchors I'm foaming at the cankers Over yellow rows of molars Growing at unholy angles Over by design for cutting rope And holding Roman candles While exploding A motion that exacerbates The smoker's cough Yet usher in a shrapnel That'll hack the neighbor's noses off a little give, a little take, it seems. Bumblefuck defectors trained to limbo any laser beams. Also trained in suction cups and cutting circles out of glass. Covering the cameras up, mama, I'm a working man. Known to let the courtesies meander to an early grave. Walk up in the coffee clatch, exterminate, exterminate. Twist the candlestick to spin a hidden room. Grow the type of plants that only witches use. I never really thought of you as anything but picnic food. Can't imagine this is news. Mammals playing chicken for mammals who pay for tickets. That's a passing ticket damage to advance in others' interests. I'm pinching to the chisel tip of sizzle when I sand it. Which matters if you let them channel middle school detention. The little engine couldn't welcome to your intervention. A potpourri of friends and family sealing off the exits. Offering a wall of vengeance presented as good intention. If it's all at once, it's all because you couldn't get the message ever. A cell bones to a grave. I know about the toll booth in front of home plate got a hoodie on a helmet hair rubies in my dagger cooters on a tv future in valhalla old man winter thaw saddle on a lizard i swat away the buzzards when i'm dragging home my dinner djs end of thursday early after dropping lights into the mixer like ladies and gentlemen we have a winner
Emery But if I had to choose one thing, it's polyamory Gravity turned me to a hologram And he stopped spamming me, but holla if you're on the ground Yeah, spaz automatically Ass, not reality, half static Up from cash, but pass for a salary Pitch pennies, not with the penny like half Magically switch candy to actually Spit like cannonball, splash off the canopy Lines off the glass from the vanity Ladies first, niggas so nice, that's philanthropy yeah. If I hit it twice, I'm philandering Hit it three times, back to back, Phil Jackson yeah. If it ain't real, then get back to me Cause fake love could be fake titties, feel act to me Chill daggery, build factory in the backpack Smack that in the build back to me Flow liquid, feel the agony. Yeah. Shit get lit when the dragon breathe jagged teeth. Rip the beat to this raggedy. Sad speed, it's a fat zigzag grab belief. See me, good luck. Horseshoe rapid feet. Every time I did it, I'ma kill it. Allegedly, pinky ring lapis, lazily, lapping lavishly. Guess that's what happened when you let it happen naturally. Niggas see me cooking, I don't let them have the recipe. Put my fucking foot in it, I'll call that shit a legacy. <laughs> Yeah, fuck it, let me see Limousine, so hot, box, never ever see Bitch, nigga, sippin' sorry, I don't have no sympathy Same sad song, see me singin' like a symphony So sensitive, since I can't make sense of me Sweet sense of me, I'm at a jet in the dispensary Hotel strip club with like dispensary Heart throb till my heart stop, never miss a beat Beat, beat, beat them in the head till they bleed Beat red, turn a clean white tee to a deep Said she hate me, I just had to hit her with the wink wink Cause she already know I know her better than the shrink shrink Drip like the fucking sinky See explosion in the ocean, niggas take my ink leak Raw shit, make her face numb, got the cheeks pink Yo shit, make her nose bleed like the cheap seat Can't test me, I got the cheat sheet Fuck it, I'm finna geek geek Bitches be hella nasty, but they drink me, I'm a neat freak Fuck around, have a little treat to eat, get the peace sweet My OG's at the marijuana and the water, call it shit seaweed These be the type of lines you probably need to reread Just read up, then again I guess I reread Too bad, nice skin, bitches, these they free read But come tomorrow, only way to see me is to dream me I don't need a job. Told you, job need me. All types of things happen in the world. I've never been through nothing like this in my life. Living out of a suitcase. I slept with my hoodie and my jacket on, you know? Shit just turns. It gets wicked. Got the black eye, we got the stitches. Unregistered firearms on tour. Stockings ripping and heels breaking. It was so bad. And the locals want to beat you the fuck up. That's the road we travel. I mean, I've never been on a smooth road anywhere. Life on the road is a major part of being in the music industry. But still, when you're out there, it's not fun and fucking games. Being out on tour, being rich and famous and, and rapping and singing, it's, it's, it's hard work. A lot of people think that tour is glamorous and stuff. It's not, it ain't all that, you know. It's work. It's, you know what you're doing. You're building your brand. At the end of the day, that's what, it, that's what it's all about. You have to book your own shows. You have to book your own flights. Book your own hotel. I spent all my money. The schedule is fucking crazy. Touring is fun, though, it's, but you will literally burn yourself out. <laughs> you know, you could stay in every night and sleep. It's just that you probably aren't gonna. You probably are gonna hang out with random girls and fucking stay out and do drugs and get crazy until 4 o'clock in the morning, and then they're gonna wake you up at 8 o'clock in the morning to drive to the next venue, and you're just gonna have to deal with it. Tap, tap, tap. It's time to go. We on to the next city. Whether you gotta get up at 6, 7 in the morning, catch a flight, 
or if you're on tour with buses, you gotta get up and the bus gotta leave. Sometimes the bus leaves in the middle of the night, the night before, early in the morning. You travel all the day, as soon as you get off that fucking bus, need to go to race station, need to go do a sound check, need you to do an interview, need you to go stop and get some food, gotta hurry and get ready for the show, gotta do this, you gotta go. I'm like, what the fuck? I was with Mary J. Blige from 94 to 96. So we probably did three, four tours in that time. Two of them being a Mary J. Blige tour and Friends. And then we were part of the Boys the Men tour. Super exhausting. Super exhausting, super grueling. We had dancers, background singers, a band. You know, stockings ripping and heels breaking in the middle of a show. And, and the drummer, eight sticks break. And so he's playing with his pinky and shit. And we we're trying to get that done. It's, all types of things happen on the road that you just can't anticipate. It's just grueling. It's grueling. And that's all because you want to live this dream. Some of the hardest shit that goes with that is just trying to get some rest. You can't do a show five nights a week and then after every show, you go to an after party and tell jokes and like yell over the speakers and stuff. One, two days, you throw your whole voice out. Now you're on a tour with no voice. You can't get your voice back in a day. Once it goes, it's go How many artists have you seen on stage that was hoarse? I've seen the best of the best do it. It happened to me. I lost my voice mid-tour. It was so, so bad. I ended up getting bronchitis. So I was coughing. I had the worst cough. I've never been through nothing like this in my life. All the getting up early, not getting to sleep, living out of a suitcase, wearing the same clothes over and over. Like, I probably wore these jeans, like, for, like, 20 of the 36 shows. Like, I stopped caring because it doesn't even matter, you know what I mean? Yeah, we ain't had no good hotel. I had walked in the room. They had cigarette holes in the blankets and stuff. I slept with my hoodie and my jacket on, you know? Shoes, socks on. It ain't all that, you know? You got to do what you do, though. You got to make do with it. And you gotta remember your goal. Whatever can go wrong will. Even that to me sometimes is exciting. Like, oh, the tour bus break down, and you gotta do this, and like whatever can happen, you know. So I think I like the the surprising things of dog. Certain people on the tour, I'm not gonna say that they were necessarily associated with pump and perp, brought um, unregistered firearms on tour. Um, I'm gonna be totally honest, Lil Pump robbed some guy for like 150 Xanax right before we went on tour. So there was a lot of wild stuff happening on that tour. And a lot of people were like, oh, I can't believe you would bring those guys on tour knowing how much drugs they do. And I'm like, I didn't know. Like, I, really, I, I thought they might have been hyping it up a little bit for the songs and stuff. And in reality, it was like about a million times worse, which is really worse on, but I mean, we're friends, so I gotta, I'm, I'm along for the ride. You can get out on the road and shit just turns. It gets wicked. People can get into some shit with the locals and you fucking somewhere in some city and the locals want to beat you the fuck up because some shit you said or did. Like, all kind of shit happens. That shit is real fucking life. Real life. I got robbed in Miami. There was a certain level of in invincibility that I was feeling based on the fact that I'm walking around with thousands and thousands of dollars in my pocket from getting paid from doing a show. I got on at least fifty dollars to $60,000 worth of jewelry. I'm with guys way into the six-figure mark when it comes to what we got in our pockets and what we're wearing and what we're driving. So I decided I'm invincible at this point. So I decided to get on my little moped and drive around to an area by myself, and I got robbed. Look, niggas caught me out there. We got to get these niggas back. 
Alright, they got the black eye, we got these stitches. This shit is crazy. Got caught sleeping. If you see them niggas, I need my shit back, man. It's a lot of money. I knew better than to go around by myself. But at the time, I was probably drinking a little bit, probably smoking a little bit, and just wasn't in my clear mind. But that's the that's the road we travel. I mean, I've never been on a smooth road anywhere. When you get home, you can't wait to get back out on the road, which is crazy. But yeah, tour tour definitely changed my life for for the better because it, it, it taught me what this game is really about, and it's about the fans, and it's about actually going out and touching them. You know what I'm saying? So it's amazing. I fell off the tour bus. I was drunk, like one of my one of my like third shows in Atlanta. Like probably the first time I've ever been in Atlanta. I was so excited to be in Atlanta because I just knew it was like strip clubs, and I went to a strip club. About 20 years old, and I was drinking Hennessy, drinking shots, and then you chase it down with a fucking Heineken. The stupidest shit ever, but the greatest thing. Um, yeah, I fell off the tour bus. I was so fucking drunk, talking shit like, yeah, 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 doop, 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 doop. And that's all I remember. Man, tour was great. Tour was great. Ugh. The road experience, you know, you're dealing with the negative, but the positive far outweighed it. So that's why, for those that can endure, it's worth it. The money, obviously, the fame, the the, the progress, the, the the moving up the ladder in fulfilling your dream. Oh man, the access to women, to the drugs, to the clothes, to the cars, to the private jets. That shit was scolding hot, like lava. You know what I mean? Shit was crazy. It's some of the best things you'll ever like experience in your life. You always hear artists like, man, I'm about to go on tour, man, I'm about to go on tour, man, I'm on tour. There are definitely male groupies. Going to a chick's house, strange chick that I just met, to have sex. That's bad. Like, I've never seen Bubba before. Like, why am I looking at Bubba? I was looking at your fat ass. Like, what? So this motherfucker went and grabbed something massive. Whoa. Scary. <laughs> Stupid. Me and my crew, we always had one rule, and we like, we don't go out into people's cities, fucking with them, fucking up shit, being destructive and shit. The point I'm trying to make is, when you're out there, it's not fun and fucking games. When you really are a guy like me who tries to have as much fun as I work hard, I try to work hard and play hard. But you gotta do both. Like, you, you can't just play hard and then not do that hard work. Like, how are you gonna stay focused if your main concerns are pussy, blunts, fucking just do the show and then just don't give a fuck? That's, I don't give a fuck. Just do, like, you gotta worry about getting the fucking money. You gotta worry about is your fucking people okay? You gotta worry about uh, are we leaving anybody behind? Are, are we fucking, like, you know what I'm saying? I've done tours where I arranged the tour, where I booked the entire thing, promoted it. I helped to create content, sort of market the, the tour as a whole. The more into it you get, the more you meet people and you realize that there's a lot of people who have this whole thing down to a science. There's just so much bullshit that we learned on that one tour that was basically like, oh, you probably need to like get a partner in this and not book this stuff entirely yourself. Uh, if I had to give some rules of the road, I mean, the first thing I would do is make sure they understand what touring is, meaning know where you're going, know the places you're going. Who do you know in those cities? Do I got family there, friends there? To watch my personal back, staffing. There's no need to take people on the road that ain't working. If 
their friends, family, boys, whatever they are, if they ain't got a job, leave them home. Because usually those are the ones that get you in trouble. And try not to get too caught up in the fact that it's just still work. It's still your job. It's work. It's work. Groupies are essential in hip hop. They have been ever since the beginning. I mean, groupies has there. I don't think hip hop has existed without groupies. Groupies, you know what I mean? Like, I think that groupies, um, you know, let artists see how hot they is. Because if you don't got no groupies, that means your music ain't hidden. <laughs> there are definitely male groupies, but because I'm around like 15 guys. They can't make it past, like, the first two to make it to me. <laughs> there was this one guy that used to just Snapchat me multiple times a day, like five, ten times a day. Then one day I was on tour, and I hopped out the car. That's when he walked up on me, like, I'm your boyfriend, and this, then the third. He didn't text my manager. He's sending emails to my booking email. And the fact that I had ran into him in person, and it was just, like, crazy. And, I had to, like, walk off from him. Like, sir, back the fuck up. You were just doing a little too much. And I'm like, whoa. Scary. How do you know if a girl like Trina's not a long. Like it took a long time. You, I search, I search. This be, you gotta be like. I'm being real. Now you gotta be like real, real. Babe, I'm about to get real, real. You, you gonna get real, real, I'm gonna get real. I'm gonna get real, real. This how you know. You know uh, when a girl, once you, once you, they understand what you're going through. They understand the fame. Like, I tell them every day in great detail. Like, look, I got a radio interview. I'm going to be gone for this long. I'm, I'm, you're going to see me on Instagram posts and stuff, but I'm not ignoring you on purpose. And they don't understand, and they turn to an argument because they get mad if you don't text them back. I'm talking about that stuff got old real fast. That stuff got so old so quick. Get annoying, they get annoying. Like, like, nobody got time to stress out about multiple females, especially when they're trying to stop you from hustling. I, I went through that phase already, man. I already went wild. I'm 20. I'm done with it. I'm 18, y'all. <laughs> Thanks! Thanks. You always hear artists like, man, I'm about to go on tour, man. I'm about to go on tour, man. I'm on tour. But you know, I went on quite a few tours. And early on, it was like, you know, one big amusement park. We're young, we out on tours. You know, we first time going to all these cities. We having fun, we chasing girls and having after parties and it's, it's a wonderful thing. And if you don't have bad habits, like drugs or something or shopping or bad habits where you just fuck off the money, I think um, being out on the road 60 days, 90 days is a good way to you know stack money. We recognize, well damn, it's not a lot of money in sales. You have to get out there and get on the road and do those shows, jack that fucking price up and go out and make a hundred grand a month. Like once my show prices started going up, like that, I just looked up and I had a crib. It was like, oh, okay. Shows is where they make their money, that tour money. I hear it's like sometimes like, you know, you have some situations where like, like the money's low, like the, the headliner doesn't look out for his openers and like, like a whole bunch of other stuff. So like sometimes people go over their budget and then they have to figure out like how they're gonna get to the next day. Like things like that is like, it's bad. Like it's, it's, it's tough, you know? Actually, one time, actually one time, I brought a girl back to my room and I put all my stuff outside of my fucking pockets and I fucking fell asleep. She left me with a hundred dollars. Happy about that, because at that time I was still only getting two hundred dollars of shows and we only did like three. So now you know I got six hundred dollars in my pocket. So I'm like, ah, I'm making some money. 
And I woke up and I had a hundred dollars. I was like, I, I was so embarrassed. I couldn't even tell anybody because like they were like made fun of me the whole fucking trip. And I'm the youngest. I'm the rookie on the fuck. So it's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing that again. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm putting my shit in my sock. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm fucking with my socks on. <laughs> <laughs> going on the road and making the mistake of going to a chick's house, a strange chick that I just met because I thought she liked me and I wanted to have sex. And so I'm going to her house and next thing I know, I'm jumping out of a window to get away from my life because they were setting me up to get robbed. Never do that again, stupid. But once again, I didn't have somebody schooling me on that. So I had to make, learn that on my own. Man, being, being on the road is fun. It's some of the best things you'll ever like experience in your life, but you definitely have to be careful if you're a guy like me who likes girls and who likes after-party action. Yeah, you gotta be careful, because you know, you're, you're far from home. You can get set up. Like They can take you anywhere. You're like, I've never seen Bubba before. Like, why am I looking at Bubba? I was looking at your fat ass. Like, what? like I don't wanna see this guy. Like, shit, and that could happen. So you gotta be careful. You gotta just never leave your crew. Like, you know what I'm saying? Stay on the bus and hopefully, like, you know, should get on the bus and follow the bus, like, you know, but never just be careful out there. I, I remember um, we had a few tour buses and a guy was like, my girlfriend's on that bus. And then somebody's like, bro, calm down, man. You get out of here with that bullshit. He just was like, man, my girl's on that bus. Like, he was like, that was his girl. You know, nobody outside the bus was hearing that shit. So this motherfucker went and grabbed something, something massive and threw it and busted a whole fucking window out on the bus and was like, start yelling her name. <laughs> His girl, shit. Shit like that happened. I didn't have motherfuckers outside my room door crying. I know she's in there. <laughs> and you don't know what that motherfucker do. Kicking the door, crimes of passion, I fucking don't know. Being on the road is, is hard on the person, but it's probably even harder on the people that's home, that's not on the road with you. To keep relationships going, if you got a girl, it's not gonna be easy for you being out there and all this free sex, free drugs, this stuff you never experienced going on. Everybody that's usually sitting at home are very insecure because of the stories you hear. And the stories you hear are absolutely 101% accurate. I learned so much on the road. Taurus, everything. Nothing compares to that. It's like you're getting paid to go and have fun. I saw the world in a new way. I had no idea what the fuck he's talking about. And Solo Pump uh, stomped on his face. I'm just like, oh shit. I was lit, super, super lit. Music is definitely a way to see the world. We want to go to New Zealand, exactly. Spain, Australia. We have a song called Australia. <laughs> like, we want to experience everything. We just, we want to have a full life. My first time in California, I had the number one record in America. So I came out here and I'm at La Montrose. So I'm in the private pool and they got like, you know, girls serving us drinks and they bring me the phone and it's like on a platter. It's like some Austin Powers shit. And it's Neil Levine and Neil Levine says, yo, see everything that every, Everybody's up there for, and I said, yeah, what's, what's going on? He said, I pay for everything. And I said, well, thank you. And he said, you know why? Because NRE is gonna go number one. And I was just like, I, 
to tell you the truth, I'm gonna just be 100% honest with you. I had no idea what the fuck he was talking about. <laughs> I'm like, I, I just, you know, I'm from the hood. I'm just like, this is free. I'm celebrating it being free. My first tour was overseas. That was super fun. I went to Germany, Iceland. I went everywhere. When we went to Barcelona, they had pine trees. I'm like, this looks like LA. That was lit, super, super lit. I learned so much on the road. Like, I've learned, like, oh, that's ghetto. That's like a real ghetto. Like, that's real poverty. Like, I learned different things like that. Or, oh, that's really rich. Like, oh my God, that's, that, that person has a lot of money. And you just seeing that just on tour. Tour is everything. That's absolutely amazing to be able to go to Libya, Africa, South America. Mary J. Blige performed for the king. Millions of dollars, private birthday party for his son, and he wanted to see Mary J. Blige. For me as a young boy from Chicago, being able to tour, to go out and see the world, that was one of the greatest gifts that I've had as a musician. I remember our first trip to Italy, I was just thinking like, man, we are in Italy because I knew so many people who hadn't left the South Side. Who would have ever known when I was doing geography in fourth grade that I would go to this part of the world and be performing. Being able to travel opened my mind up. So when I went back to Chicago, I saw the world in new ways. The first tour I ever did was with Lil Pump and Smoke Perp, and on the second show of that tour, a fan yelled, like, fuck you, Lil Pump, from the, the audience, and so Lil Pump uh, stomped on his face and uh, proceeded to basically cause what I could only describe as a riot. And I'm just standing there watching this, just like, what is happening? It was really bad, too, because the New York Times was there writing about this, too, which actually, you know, and I, and I said to the guy, I'm like, I'm so sorry. He goes, oh, no, this is great. Like, you know, <laughs> like, obviously, there's no downside to that for him, so that was cool. I'm 17, 18 years old, and I'm on the road DJing for Big Pun. So I'm just like, oh shit. Being on the road is some of the best things you could ever go through. You're a star every night. So like, if you like that spotlight, and you like that vibe, then it, it fucking just works for you. So for me, like, I'm on stage, and I'm like fucking got like new girls every night, like, hey, how you doing? Like, that's like the best shit ever. I was making $200 a show. I was spending all my money on sneakers. So I would come home from tour with like 18 pairs of sneakers and no, absolutely no money. Still asking my mom, can I get somebody to get a sandwich? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I toured twice this summer and I'm the opening act. So nobody was there really, but I still got on stage. The first performance, you got to really feel for the stage. And you know, I had the messed up mic and yeah. <laughs> But it was cool, I just made sure my voice was heard and I just made sure the people that was there, they felt what I was saying. Performing for me is like a high that no drug can ever give me. Like, I think it's like the lights and like just me knowing that I'm like touching all these people just by standing on this stage. It's a whole lot of ways to make money in, in like the music game, aside from just making music. There's shows, shows. It's like you're getting paid to go like have fun. So it's like that's always lit. Every tour is different. Like I get a feel for the crowd and be like, ah, oh, let's move this song right here. Like, let's turn them up a little early because they look dry out there for the last person, you know? Like, you just gotta get the hang of it, but it's it's super fun. 
getting on that stage and performing and seeing those girls in the front row like look at you like they want to devour you. Nothing compares to that. Like nothing that you could fathom compares to that. Because you know that you're getting through to somebody. You know that it's not all just in vain, all the work that you put in. And, and like, you know, there's like parts of my show where I'm like, hands up, like, you know, hands up. And like, when you see all these hands up, it's just like, man, you feel like a sorcerer almost. Like, man, I'm not in control right now. But when you get on that stage and you perform, there's nothing like it. It's amazing. Like, that's the only way I would want to live my life is on, on the road. The sad part is I can make myself laugh, and like I do this all the time. So it's like, once I start, it just can't stop. Hmm? Can you understand me? Uh. Fuck, what were you saying? I don't need a job. Told you, job need me. Yo, I don't need a job. Told you, job need me.